Good afternoon, y'all. It's good to see y'all today. Um, y'all, this gospel reading, um, it's hard, it's, it's easy to preach, but it's hard to preach because it's a parable, so it has all this deep symbolisms in it, but Jesus explains it. So he kind of gives the homily, right? So he, he tells you what these seeds and the, the soil is all about, but I'm, a, I'm not going to try to trump Jesus, but I'm going to give my best to try to give you a few things to make it relative in our life. Um, you know, Wednesday is traditionally uh, a day devoted to St. Joseph, right? And while it's not first Wednesday, it's still a Wednesday, and so we can look at some of these readings through the lens of St. Joseph. Whenever we teach people, right, it very much comes from our own experiences of life, whether it is the way that we grew up and you tell family stories whenever you're trying to teach somebody, or whether it's with natural things, right? You can teach young children all kind of cool things just by walking outside and showing them different things about trees and how hard they are. So therefore, there has to be universal truths because I don't care if you don't think a tree is hard, run into it and you'll soon find out that a tree is hard, right? You can teach by all sorts of things that are around you. And then normally what we do is we take those things and we, we start teaching them ourselves as you get older. Well, my mama told me this whenever I was little and it stuck with me and now I teach it to my kids, right? Not my kids, maybe y'all. Um... And so I wonder sometimes if this story that Jesus told, this parable, I wonder in my own imagination, is this something that Joseph told Jesus? Maybe one day when they were out and they were plowing the field. I wonder if Joseph told Jesus this story about people's hearts, about faith. Just something kind of cool to think about, a father and a son. And then Jesus grows up and now remembers, I remember when Joseph told me that. And I want to relay it so other people can enjoy that wisdom. Because there's a lot of really cool stuff in this, right? Um, this whole sowing, I was a landscaper in my previous life, so I love stuff like this. And so I love that you have to prepare soil before you can plant anything. If you've grown anything, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You can't just go and take a plant and just stick it on top of a bunch of dirt. You've got to prepare the soil. And the better the soil is, the more likely that this plant is going to do well. Miss Frankie knows exactly what that's. Look across the street. She's re-landscaping her yard. It's looking fantastic, by the way. Um, but you've got you to gotta dig it up, and it's got to look messy for a little bit before it's going to look beautiful. And so that soil, Jesus says, is basically your heart. And he's the sower. He's given the seeds. And so he gives these different images of what people's hearts look like, Right? So keep that in mind as he walks through the different hearts. And so the apostles, they hear it and oh, bet they just don't get it. And he looks at them and goes, he, he says to them, says, the parables are given so that people will look and see but not perceive. They're going to hear and listen but not understand, right? The reason why Jesus is doing this is because he's buying himself time, okay? The scribes and Pharisees are are on to him and they want to kill him and he knows that so he's trying to tell parables so they can't stick it to him too quick so their hearing is off they can't nail anything on him because their hearts are hardened so he's going to speak in parables for a little bit to buy himself time and i was like you know what that's us sometimes sometimes we get frustrated with people don't we we're like man what don't they understand about this it, from my eyes, it's easy for people to realize the fullness of the truth and want to turn their life over and, and believe the same things that I believe. And you're just looking at them going, what don't you get? 
Well, it's okay. Jesus felt the same frustrations, and it was with the 12. That was supposed to get it, <laughs> and they didn't. So he's like, okay, if you don't get it, let me explain it to you. So here's, here's the different hearts. And so I would ask, you know, I, I would say you guys here, coming to Mass, what's happened, and what I picture in my head is like as you plant a plant, you got to dig a hole out, right? And then put the plant in it. The silence before Mass is a way for you to say, okay, I'm, I'm going to dig that little hole because the Word of God is going to be preached and the Eucharist will be given and it will have a place to be received. So keep that in mind. What's your heart look like right now? All right, so Jesus gives you the different uh, things. The sower is Christ. It's the Word of God. Um, and so there's this path that some of the seeds fall on um, and it gets sown, but they hear the Word, but Satan quickly snatches it away. So it could be like you're coming to Mass today, but maybe you didn't have time to prepare your heart, and so it's like zip, zip, in and out. The Word of God is given to you, but you might not get it. And so you'll leave here real fast and get wrapped up in the daily busyness all over again, and the Word of God didn't settle and produce fruit, right? So that's one way that our heart can be, and it happens to all of us, trust me. So the enemy comes and quickly takes the Word away. Um... And those are the ones that are sown, the ones sown on rocky ground. He says, receive it at once with joy, and then they have no roots. They last for a little time. Tribulations, persecutions come, and they quickly fall away. This, to me, is equal to somebody who might go on a retreat or a conference, and they are all fired up. They just made awakening, and they're like lit up to the max. They just went to seek, which is in two weeks, and they're all fired up. The Word of God touched them. They had a conversion, this initial moment, and the minute... A temptation comes back, they fall. The minute they get challenged in their faith, they crumble. So they had an, a, a legitimate experience of Christ, but the minute it's tested, it falls away. Right? You're involved in your faith. Time is going on really good. Some tribulations come, you make it through it, then all of a sudden sickness happens. Boom. How do we handle that? Right? Sometimes that destroys people's faith. And then he says there's some that are sown amongst thorns, right? And these are the people, he says, they hear the word of God, but the worldly anxieties and lures of riches choke it out, and it bears no fruit, right? So the word is given, but man, it's just, it's maybe your typical person that walks in on a Sunday who's at Sunday because their kids are there and they've got to be a good example, but they have no desire to enter into the deep mysteries of the faith. And so the word is given to them, it's sown, it's given to them, but they're so wrapped up in the world, it never takes root anywhere. It's choked out immediately by the weeds. Right? And then, Scripture says, there's some who have good soil, and they hear the Word of God, and they accept it, and it bears fruit abundantly, 50, 60, 100-fold. Right? So that's also some of us sitting here. Right? You want to hear the Word of God. You've prepared the soil well. Right? And so you receive it, and then you begin thinking about it. What was the Word God spoke to you in today's Mass? And so you begin thinking about it. And then you get to share it with your friends. You go home and you go to your workplace and say, man, this was a really cool uh, mass today and this was what God spoke to me um, because it's the Word of God. He's always speaking. It's not, it's, it's not anything. It's the Word. So if we ever have a problem of saying, you know, I just don't hear God speaking to me, the first thing to do is say, when was the last time I read my Bible? That's the primary space that God speaks to me. So when you feel that, prepare your heart, ask Mary and St. Joseph to till that soil up in our heart, 
so that the Word of God can be received well, so we can bear fruit, because that's what we're called to do. We're called to bear fruit, and not just a little bit of fruit, abundant fruit, right? Abundance. And so let us come to this Mass today to receive Him, to receive the Word, to receive the Eucharist, so we can be sent out to bring this wonderful fruit to the world. Amen?